Welcome to the Wise Podcast, hosted by me, Kate Conway, and kindly sponsored by ID Verde. They are the UK and Europe's leading provider of grounds, maintenance services and landscape creation projects. They actively engage with social enterprises to build them into their supply chain. In this episode, I'm glad to be joined by Narita Woods from The Fox and Bean. So Narita, we had a chat last week about... Um, about Fox and Bean and what you guys do. And it really blew me away, blew me away because it just seems like such a, a vibrant space for creativity and art. So tell us in a nutshell what Fox and Bean is. So it's a coffee shop located in what? Um, at the moment we're in a community centre. So it's perfect uh, for us because it is very much the community ethos. So we have a tiny little space that's three metres by two metres. It's a little hatch. It's not much bigger than a coffee, than a horse box, but it's perfect. Um, we, it's just near, nearby a seating area. So it's within the community centre. It's just outside, you know, inside the door. It's very handy for people coming and going. Oh, what community centre is it? It's called the Torrent Complex in Donoghmore. Okay. Okay. Yes. So you've got the hatch and it's in the community centre. And then, so do the classes take place in the centre as well? Yeah, so we hire space. There there are spa rooms for hire, so we'll hire that space as and when we need for events. And there's also, there's a theatre within the complex. There's a lot of stuff happens in that complex. It's really good. There's a, the Bardic Theatre, which people will know um, around. There's that space that we can use as well. You know, we'll hopefully be doing some collaborations. We've been talking to them about that. Um, you know, and there's lots of different rooms that we can use. There's a multifunction hall. We might even go crazy and put on a fair or something at some point. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about markets, you know, uh, uh, like a farmer's market in the car park, you know, the lower car park during the summer might be fun to do. So it's brilliant, like the community, because it is a community ethos, they're more than happy to embrace all of our ideas and work with it, which is brilliant. Brilliant. I had no idea Donoghmore was so... Yeah, it's <laughs> so had so many artists and it, it yeah it's a bit of a hotbed which is kind of why this kind of got me thinking is this a possible you know viable venture there's so much I mean there's a huge amount of music and art um you know drama that theatre has been going for a long time um there there really is a lot going on there and the more I talk to people the more I sort of scratch the surface and realise just how much there is happening and that's how this kind of started and it's, it's, so that that's how you because obviously it's all your idea and you generated everything that goes on how, how, how where did where did you get the idea from were you just said well there's not artists around here what, <laughs> do you know what I mean what? Well, it kind of was it was that in the background um but it was more that I um I I was I had I've been a you know stay-at-home mom for so many years and it was time for me to think about going back to work and I was thinking what do I go back to doing? Um, my background is a solicitor. Do I go back to that? That's, you know, that's pretty intensive work. And, you know, the work-life balance, it wasn't ideal for me, for us, because I wanted to still be very involved with the kids. And it's just that sort of job where you can't really step away a lot. Um, so I, thought, I was trying to think, what will I do? What Are there any alternatives? And I always had this notion of a coffee shop where people sort of hang out and do classes and all that kind of stuff and paint walls and do all sorts of crazy stuff. So this is like a dream you had had for... Yeah, it's something I've had for ages. Yeah. yeah. And I've always had a lot of music in my life and a lot of crafting. So I, the first, I suppose the first iteration was I thought I would set up my own craft business uh, at the kitchen table, the, the cottage industry. Um, but kind of, it got nowhere. It was it was lovely to do, really enjoyable, but it was very, very slow burner. You what know. were you making? What was your craft? Well, I do I do needles, you know, so sort of like sewing, knitting, crocheting, you know, using different mediums and things like that. Um, and it was that was the thing to try and think of what, what, what is the product? What are the products that I can create to make sure that nobody else has done it? Um, you know, how do I get it to market? You know, how much time is involved? What's the pattern? What are the selling platforms? All those kind of things. It was such a slow burner when you're doing it on your own. 
And then after sort of more than half a year, I thought, my goodness, like, yeah, there is so much other artistry around here. How many other people are doing this at their kitchen table? There might be a quicker way or a more sort of efficient way to do it. So maybe if I were to set up the Local Artist Collective where I take all these beautiful, unique products and sell them. So I do all the marketing and the selling. That leaves artists to do the bit that they love, the, the making. And that's the thing, because for a lot of people who are passionate about what they do, mm -hmm. they're really good at that thing. Mm -hmm. You said the making. Mm -hmm. But then they have to think about books and... <laughs> marketing and yeah. facebook and yeah yeah all that stuff yeah so and that takes as much time as oh it's a baby that really needs feeding an awful lot mm -hmm. yeah so that's where i've been putting my efforts in is to learning all of that to get digital marketing and, and i've created the website and i've you know i've learned all those things over the years and i've, I've got my delivery costs you know i've been doing all of that and the idea is that I, i'll do that bit you know so that is that's the that is where we 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 work as a team you know that i will you know basically the ideal is somebody will create their lovely piece of knitting or their artwork whatever it is their pottery their picture i'll take that I'll photograph it i'll market it i'll get it sold they get the money they get to keep doing what they want to do but then you combine that with the connections between people yes so um what i think is really useful um the the, like the creating process is so lovely it's so therapeutic you know to learn a new skill or to develop something you know the making something of yourself it doesn't matter where you're from or what you do you're just making something that speaks to you that you literally make out of you know wool and paint or whatever it is and just that sense of achievement you know when you have that in your mantel place or in your whole table and you're saying you know that's i, I did mm -hmm. that that's a lovely sense and you know so the process itself is lovely the sense of achievement is fantastic and it also connects with the local artists who will lead that class so it gets people to say actually there is an awful lot of skill and it is more expensive than a high street alternative but that is why because there's so much skill and time involved in creating it so it's it's to try and get that realization and that connection and obviously it's all feeding back into community it's connecting with the local artists in the community and it's empowering them well yes definitely but i suppose also the classes mean um you're, you're bringing people together yes in an environment that is offering something different than just going to the pub or... Yeah, well, that's the idea. Um, you know, society is still very divided here, um, especially with school kids. And I just wanted to find different ways to gather um, people together. As you say, it's it's in a different environment, maybe than what they would have altered, you know, would have usually gone to. Or, you know, maybe they very much um, socialise within their own side of the community or whatever it is. And it's an idea to bring it as a neutral forum. Um, they don't know really who they're going to meet but through the process it gives that opportunity to sit and chat and it opens the possibilities of meeting other people where they wouldn't usually do that and that you know they can do their own uh, project or their own you know product or their own creation or we will have collaborative projects and we'll try and get different ages and um you know different things happening different themes to bring people together over a joint effort so mm -hmm. it's very much a gathering mission to try and, and break all of that down and different ages working together and you know different cultures and different sides just big melting pot and see what it produces and how's the uptake been because i know sometimes you kind of have an idea and then you think this is great <laughs> and then other people don't did people take the ball and run with it yeah it's interesting because um I, like I, I don't really i haven't used the word community a lot because i want it is very much a community driven and and it is supposed to benefit the community but i think when you use that word a lot of people go mm, it's, it's one of you know it's a certain category people think whereas i want people to be drawn to it as a sort of a cool venture people like it like it is it is a social enterprise and it is it is profit making but i want people to not to look at it as um 
you know, it, it's not a funded program as such. I want, I want people to really embrace it. And it's quite interesting, even though I didn't sort of, you know, I didn't come at it from that angle, you know, just because I wanted people to see it for what, you know, for a vibrant venture for what it is. It is interesting because, um, you know, I put out, a, you know, a shot at different points. You know, these are the people we're going to be working with. These are the type of classes, you know, let me know. Get in touch if you're interested in doing this. You know, let me know what sort of times of weeks you know is it weekday is it, is it you know evening is it you know weekend sort of thing just to try and get that buy-in and it was really quite interesting the feedback that we've got you know from people they're really excited to see that there will be um you know an art entity opening up you know we even had like an artist club where it would just be a drop-in so okay. you could just drop in the idea is you would just be in the company of other artists you would meet other people you would share ideas maybe show each other different things that got a huge amount of interest you know literally people you know sending me private messages saying this is fantastic like this should have been happening ages ago thrilled to see this happening there's nothing happening like this here so there's been a lot of buy-in which is great and the classes when we were running them, um, you know, they were getting a lot of interest, especially the kids' classes, um, which we were running on Saturday afternoons, was yeah. really good. It gave the parents a chance to have a cup of coffee while they were being <laughs> the kids were being gainfully employed, and they were getting really good. So the momentum has been really building. You know, it was doing really, really nicely. So and then we had COVID and things had to. And then we but, had the hiccup. But it's still, it's still there, and. Um, the nice thing about having that physical presence of the, of the coffee hatch is that we can still put up, you know, the, the poster on the wall and say, here's the things we're going to be working towards, sign up if you're interested. And, you know, we'll, we'll come at it that way. I think everybody's realised through COVID that it is hard to to plan and to, you know, to, to, you know, to put a, a structure on things, you know, how, you know, we're limited in numbers now. We have to have things, everything spaced out. So everything becomes more expensive to run. So we need to make sure that if we're going to put on a class, it has to be viable because it has to pay the artist. You know, we have to cover the rent and all those sort of things. But it's very much, you know, anytime I do mention it to any of our customers, again, the interest is there. So we're hoping to tap into that. Thing. And do you have four sort of um, pillars? Yes, we have four hashtags. We've happy, healthy, gather and empower. So the happy is, the engagement, uh, just being in our classes or being in the coffee shop, you know, that's the idea. It's supposed to be a fun place. It's supposed to be vibrant. You know, they'll enjoy the just the, the experience of being in, you know, and they get really good coffee and everything is made fresh from scratch and we use local produce as much as we can. So all those sort of good things, that's all the happy. And it is healthy because it's local produce and the mental health, you know, through engaging through our crafting and our events. So that's the healthy. The gathering, you know, as we've said, the you know, they're bringing people together, they're creating something for themselves, of themselves, all of that amazing stuff. And while they're doing that, they're in the presence of other people and it's opening possibilities. And it's people who are on the same wavelength. Yeah. I think that's what really taps into people because they kind of go, oh, you're like me. Yeah. You like making stuff as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's quite interesting because, you know, I've had so many conversations. People will start, oh, I'm not creative at all. Oh, God, no. I wish I was. Like, I don't do anything. And I just sort of say, well, you know, you must follow your hobbies or what you enjoy doing. And, and you know, brings it around to they actually start to realise, well, actually, I do like to do that. And they're, okay, that is another creative, that is a different creative way than, say, painting, but it is still creativity. And then, yeah, like in, in a class, you know, they'll start to say like, oh, like we're, we're knitting, but I can see that you did something different there. And actually, I do that in a different medium. And it's exactly that. It starts to get people realizing, oh, it's not that different to what I do. And my <laughs> long suffering husband, he won't, he refuses to admit it. But I really do think that baking and concrete making are kind of similar. And, you know, all the structures you need, like for bigger, for hanging stuff on the yeah. wall. It's a, it's a little bit of engineering involved. And I really, it's, it's funny because it's bringing the different 
mediums together but it's still it's the same creative process or you know different ways of a creative process and yeah it's, it's lovely to bring those things together and the last so gathering and then empowerment is the empowerment empower. is, yeah so that's the the kind of the wider do good so uh, we empower hopefully that everybody comes into contact with us all our people that we engage with all our customers we want them to feel empowered by buying a cup of coffee, they're supporting local coffee roasters. By buying some food, they're supporting the, the egg man up the road. There's local coffee roasters? In Northern Ireland. Well, not in Dungannon, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, but in but Northern Ireland? Ireland? Oh, yeah, yeah. Root this and Branch. brandy information. Okay. Root and Branch in Belfast. I have heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they're suppliers. And we have Green Bean also. They're in uh, New Eden Dock Direction. Okay. So we have two coffee roasters. Yeah, we're all about the local. We got our eggs from James Kelly in uh, Ballygolly. We get our meat from Owen Trainer in Donoghmore. Um, as we can get, you know, whatever we can get local. Our we have another social enterprise uh, supplies us uh, Tara Mullen of Refuge Hot Chocolate. She's our hot chocolate. We know Tara, yes. Um, Nemi Teas are another social enterprise. They supply us with the teas. So we work. We very much live that day to day ethos of empowerment. You know, we we buy, we spend our money with other do gooders, with local people in the community. Um. And, you know, so literally by buying any of the coffee or, or any of our food products, you are supporting local. So that's all good. That's empowerment. When you buy a product from one of our local artists, you're empowering that local artist. When you attend our classes, you're again, you're empowering those local artists. And then the icing on the cake, if you'll forgive me, is the wider mission. So our stated destination for our profits is to empower women. And the reason for that is... Not that I don't like men. Uh, <laughs> very happily married. <laughs> and I get on very well with the male species. Uh, but it's not the struggle that I've, or the challenge that I've lived through. I've lived through a working mother. It's that career struggle, combining, trying to manage it all. It, it, the struggle is real. Um, and not just a mum. You know, women will have caring duties, you know, with family members. And mm -hmm. And it is does tend to be the norm that the, the the woman will take on the you know the invisible the, the invisible workload, as they call it. So it's to find ways to help with that, and that could be attending one of our classes, you know, meditation. It could be creating something, you know. It could be that outlet, that calm down, that nice engagement. And um, we're going to create different programs. You know, hopefully we'll get different events. We'll put them you know against you know nice supper events or cheese and wine or coffee tasting things like that. But it will gather, um, you know, women who are established in their career, who are successful entrepreneurs, successful in their career, and will give them the opportunity to meet women who are trying to find, you know, trying to progress in their own career ladder, um, you know, hopefully open up possibilities and mentorship. So a lot of that gathering mission is in there. So that's the, the wider female empowerment. Yeah, so as you can sort of, um, as you said, successful business women can kind of connect with people who are on the journey and be like, yeah. well, I did this and yes. help bring them along. Uh -huh. Yeah, because yeah. you're right, because they do, um, that's very much, a oh, women can have it all. And that's right. Mm -hmm. But it is still hard. It's very hard. And I think a lot of the awareness needs to grow about just how hard it is and to forgive and to, you know, to be more tolerant of yourself and to say, well, look, I, you know, I'd love to have it all. Okay, so how do I have different measures of, of all these things that I want? I want these five things in my life, but I can't have all five of them, all of like 100% of five, but maybe I can have a bit of this and a bit of that. And it's to find that balance and that, you know, to find a nice, fulfilling, self-fulfilling balance of what is achievable in your life and, and, and embrace that and don't feel that you have to meet a standard or you have to be able to do it all or you have to be perfect and the children have to be perfectly washed and the house has to be immaculate all the time, you know, just to open that conversation and just say, look, it is it is hard. It's very hard trying to combine it all. But choose the things that are really important to you. 
focus on those and you know let the other things slide that's okay too Everybody and don't give yourself a hard time i yeah. blame instagram because you look and you see these um <laughs> domestic goddesses and you see sort of yeah. people whose houses are perfect and their kids are yes balanced and you know it, but it look, just looks like that and it then you kind of go the veneer oh, yeah my life's not like that and no. so something's wrong with me but actually everybody's like that yeah. and so meeting people like real life people rather than just sitting through scrolling through instagram but meeting actual humans yeah. you kind of go no my ass is a mess i know just you have know? that yeah that that touch point that very real touch point. and that's where the social events kind of come into play and yeah just have them you know we'll have supper clubs and we'll do like you know, um, you know, well-being evenings, you know, like ladies' nights coming up to Christmas, things like that. And it's, but that is the, you know, it is the point that you can just say, oh, listen, I'm losing it. I don't know what to get from my, you know, my kid who's just sat on the other. Just have the conversation, that, that outlet, just have that. human connection. Yeah. So in terms of connecting with people sort of like moving forward, obviously you're going to kind of start ramping things up again now that COVID, um, yes. now that the restrictions are kind of easing a bit. Um, what kind of people would you want to connect with sort of through Fox and Bean? Is it more artists or? Yeah, always looking for more artists. Uh, we can be stronger together for sure. And I want to push Mid-Ulster because it is such a hotbed of, of talent. So um, definitely want to connect with as many artists as possible. And I'd like to set up, I'd like to connect more with the industries in the, in, uh, you know, in the area. There's a lot of agriculture, there's a lot of tech, engineering you know, in, in Mid-Ulster. And I'd love to be able to tap into that and to work with them to put on programs such as STEM programs, you know, science, technology, or um, engineering and maths, you know, to encourage, again, it, it, over, it overlaps with the female mission. It's still a case that girls don't, don't seem to go for those subjects in university or, or further education. So maybe if we have, it, it becomes more commonplace, you know, for them to attend Saturday sessions, you know, with STEM, which is, you know, helped or, or funded by the different, you know, people in the industries. You know that could ultimately lead to girls going more into those subjects and then maybe even coming back and working for those companies so i would like i would love to be able to explore that you know so again tapping into the community that's already there um i would love to connect with those and really get some more long you know long burning projects would be really good okay and then also members of the community in in the area big time the, yeah the more the merrier um, we have the coffee hatch, but I mean, we're going to, that's, that's not, we're not going to restrict ourselves to that. We're going to use that as the starting point, but we'll do things like the farmer's markets and we'll do the, we'll do different evenings. We'll get different people involved. We'll work with, you know, local musicians. We'll do as much as we can. You really want this COVID to be over because that is such a part of, it's so social. This, we, this, it. It's such a social venture, yeah. not just a social enterprise. It is a social venture. It's about gathering and having the fun and all of that. So there's loads of things we have yet to do and so many ideas in the pipeline but yeah definitely want as many people just but just enjoy it we hope that that is the the buzz they get when they interact with the fox and bean it's just that it's very relaxed very fun it's open to anybody and if anybody wants to get involved we always love to, to meet new people so like hey, i'm here and i'm working on stuff yeah and if you have ideas let me know yes, yeah all it's the good time. just love that you're feedback. kind of like a yeah. um sort of a, a, like a, a force of nature there <laughs> and ready to connect and, and do other things that people will come yeah. to you with ideas you haven't thought of and big time big yeah time, yeah because I mean I have loads of ideas but I, I need the feedback uh, to see whether or not it's any use like are people yeah. saying don't be barking up that tree like nobody's interested fair enough that's fine but what are we interested in the other one then yeah, yeah give me some ideas let's work together and I think that that's that's what this is all about it's a collaboration it's a collective mm. it's not just you know, a pure event, pure commerce. It's not just me. It's about gathering people together and finding fun activities, feel good activities that benefit all of our community. 
Good. Well, I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm going to keep an eye on you. So where can people find you then online? So we have uh, social media. We are Facebook and Instagram at The Fox and Bean. Actually, just set up very recently, we set up a, a separate account just for the product. So there's the fox and bean underscore shop. So you'll find oh, so that people as well. can buy stuff online. Uh -huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's connected to our website. So you'll find our website as well as thefoxandbean.com as well. Okay. Brilliant. I'm going to check it out. Thanks so yes, much. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely talking to you. Joining me next time will be Julie Steele from Mugshots. Thanks again to Narita Woods from The Fox and Bean. And also to ID Verde, our sponsor. If you're a social enterprise and you'd like to find out more about opportunities to work with ID Verde, please contact Amanda at Social Enterprise NI.